Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the A-Level History Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Phillips, and today we're diving into a fascinating chapter of history, Cold War history, and the story of the Communist Information Bureau, or Cominform, and its impact during the Cold War era. Let's jump right in. Let's start with a bit of background. Let's start by talking about what common form actually was. Well, in 1947, a pivotal moment occurred in the early years, or the early days, sorry, of the Cold War. The Soviet Union established the Communist Information Bureau, or common form, as a direct response to the Truman Doctrine, something that we've spoken about in a previous episode. Common form had a critical mission to coordinate and unify communist parties across Europe while strengthening Soviet control over Eastern European regimes. Common Form aimed to ensure that these Eastern European countries aligned with Soviet foreign policy and adopted the Soviet model of economic development, which included collectivization in agriculture and the nationalization of industry. This move was part of a broader Soviet strategy to consolidate its influence over Eastern Europe. Now we know what common form was, after the break, we're going to talk about why it was created, the motives behind its creation. Now, when we look at the motives, This is where it gets really quite interesting. Joseph Stalin, the Soviet leader, believed that the USA was working to establish an anti-Soviet global alliance through the Marshall Plan. This belief prompted the creation of Common Form. Andrei Zhadanov played a key role in Common Form's development and promoted the idea that there were two opposing camps in the world. The imperialists, led by the United States of America, and Democrats, led by the Soviet Union. This division between the imperialists and Democrats had a significant impact on Soviet cultural policy. Artists, writers and intellectuals, people who worked in universities, were forced to reflect this worldview in their work, which was a stark reflection of the ideological struggle of the era. Stalin's determination to respond to what he perceived as US economic imperialism and the reconstruction of Germany through the Marshall Plan led to a pivotal moment. In September 1947, the leaders of Eastern European, French and Italian communist parties met in Poland to discuss the establishment of common form. This marked the creation of the first international communist organization since the dissolution or the ending of the Comintern in 1943. The central idea behind common form was clear. There was only one road to socialism now, and it was to be modeled on the Soviet system. This was a departure from the earlier belief that different paths of socialism might exist based on local conditions. 
Now we've looked at what common form was and why it was created. After the break, we'll have a look at how this new idea was received in Eastern Europe and its impact as well. Before the break, we were looking at the motives and the reasons why Common Form was created. So hopefully now we've got a good understanding about what Common Form was and also why it was created. However, not everyone in Eastern Europe embraced Common Form and or embraced it, in fact, without any sort of real resistance. Vladislav Gomulka, the leader of the Polish Communist Party, for example, reluctantly accepted Common Form membership under pressure, but would later be removed by Stalin. You might remember this from our episode where we were looking at the expansion of the Soviet Union into Poland. Romania joined Common Form under Soviet pressure as well, while Bulgaria used it as an opportunity to advance radical policies. For more on that, you might want to look back at our previous episodes on the Soviet expansion into Bulgaria, Romania and Poland. You might remember from a previous episode on the Soviet expansion into Eastern Europe that Yugoslavia was fairly unique. Under the leadership of Tito, Yugoslavia was more independent. This was because it didn't really rely on the Red Army at all for its liberation from Nazi occupation. Tito's unwillingness to strictly follow the Soviet line led to Yugoslavia's expulsion or removal from common form in 1948. This in turn triggered further purges across Eastern Europe to remove any Titoist elements. There was a great fear that this sort of independence might be embraced or celebrated elsewhere in Eastern Europe. So as you can see, Common Form played a significant role in the early years of the Cold War, shaping not only the political landscape, but also cultural and ideological developments in Eastern Europe as well. So to wrap things up, after the break, we'll be testing your knowledge with a quick quiz. Right, so now we're on to the quiz segment of today's podcast. Question one, what was the primary purpose of the Communist Information Bureau or Common Form that was established by the Soviet Union in 1947? Was it A, to promote capitalist economic economies? Was it B, to coordinate and unify communist parties across Europe? Was it C, to strengthen Eastern European regimes? Or was it D, to encourage the adoption of the American model of economic development? Question two. What was the central idea behind Common Form's establishment regarding the path to socialism? Was it A, multiple paths to socialism based on local conditions? Was it B, only one road to socialism modeled on the Soviet system? Was it C, a cooperative approach with Western countries involved? 
Or was it D, a focus on market-based economic development? Question three, who played a key role in common forms development and promoted the idea of two composing camps, imperialists led by the USA and Democrats led by the USSR? Was it A, Harry S. Truman? Was it B, Joseph Broz Tito? Was it C, Andrei Zhirinov? Or was it D, Janos Kadar? Question four, what marked the end of attempts to cooperate with the USA and maintain the Grand Alliance? Was it A, the dissolution of the common form? Was it B, the establishment of the Marshall Plan? Was it C, the expulsion of Yugoslavia from common form? Or D, Stalin's decision to pressure Eastern European states to boycott the Paris Conference? Question five, which country was expelled from common form in 1948 due to its leaders unwillingness to follow the Soviet line? Was it A, Romania, B, Hungary, C, Poland, or D, Yugoslavia? Last question. How did common form influence Soviet cultural policy during its existence? A, it promoted artistic freedom and creativity. B, it forced artists and intellectuals to reflect the Soviet worldview in their work. C, it had no impact on cultural policy at all. Or D, it encouraged a mix of cultural influences from East and West. Those are our questions. After the break, we'll go through the answers. All right, let's see how you did with our quiz. With question one, the correct answer was B, to coordinate and unify communist parties across Europe. Question two, the correct answer for question two, the central idea behind common forms establishment regarding the path to socialism was B, only one road to socialism modeled on the Soviet system. Question three, the key figure who played a role in common forms development and promoted the idea of two opposing camps was C, Zhadanov. On to question four, the end of attempts to co cooperate with the USA and maintain the Grand Alliance was marked by D, Stalin's decision to pressure Eastern European states to boycott the Paris Conference. On to question five. Yugoslavia was expelled in 1948 due to its leaders' unwillingness to follow the Soviet line. So the correct answer there was D. And the last question, question six, common form influenced Soviet cultural policy by forcing artists and intellectuals to reflect the Soviet worldview in their work. So the correct answer is B.
Thank you for joining us once again as we looked at the history and the impact of Common Form. Stay tuned for more episodes of the A-Level History Podcast. In future episodes, we'll be looking at the development of the Marshall Plan. And if you've enjoyed today's episode, make sure you delve into our previous episodes as we've looked at other issues such as the Soviet expansion into Eastern Europe, which was very much related to today's episode, but also our previous episodes on the Yalta Conference and the Potsdam Conference as well. So until next time, take care and stay safe. Thank you.